Tonight, there's only one place to be, Fox News Channel. In this critical moment, with the balance of power at stake, this is the midterm election everybody is waiting for. Only Fox News Channel brings real insight, smart perspective, and the all-important results minute by minute. Every key race, every pivotal moment, as America decides, we're there every step of the way. Tonight, stay with special coverage starting at 6 p.m. Eastern on Fox News Channel. What's up, angels? It's your girl, Adina Howard. Make sure you tune in to the Honey Lounge with Teddy Bear, Tuesday through Friday, 1 through 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Man, I'm doing real good, man. You know what? I'm getting tired of you teasing this with a single, a single. <laughs> yeah, man, I know, I know. Everybody's like, man, when you gonna, when you gonna get it back on track? <laughs> okay. I said, man, you pull one of these John Lennons, have this lawsuit cover his face, and you tease us with a single. I said, wait a minute, when is he gonna bless us with an EP? I'll be happy just with an EP, man. But other than that, how are you doing? I'm great, man. Everything is great. You know, it's funny, like, mentioning that about the singles. It's, in this business, I guess for me, in my, my journey in this business, it's just about, I guess, finding the right pair. You know, the business part, the show part is easy. The business part is the part that, you know, for me has always been just challenging and finding the right and fair situation where you can, uh, you know, where you can operate and make music that you feel like you're proud or like that, people don't want to conform you into and, you know, everybody has an idea when I do business with them of what, you know, Christopher Williams is musically and stuff like that. And I think sometimes some of the greatest artists, you know, they just form. You don't, you know, you just form. You just let them sing. I mean, like, unique. Some of the artists like now that I love that weren't looked upon in the beginning because of their uniqueness, like Anthony Hamilton or Maxwell or, you know, even Uncle Charlie. Because, again, you know, there's two Uncle Charlies. There's Gap Band and there's Uncle Charlie. And no one was checking for Uncle Charlie when he came back. But, you know, R. Kelly and Snoop knew that there was life left in that in that car, a lot of life. Right. And there was a Bentley. It was a Maybach that wasn't being, you know, looked upon right. And now, thank God, you know, Uncle Charlie is, you know, God has blessed him. He's revived his, his spirit and his love for, for just doing the music. And, you know, he's found his rightful place back where he's supposed to be and you know real music is going to do that you just you just got to keep going you just can't you can't stop like michael jackson said you never stop right you know but the thing that frustrates me christopher is that the talent has never been questioned man i mean what's incredible to me now you sound better now than you did almost 20 years ago man your voice Thank still you, on man. point your live performances are still there and I've always thought, I said, you know what, by him being an independent artist now, he has complete, complete creative of his art form. And so doing things in an organic fashion has always been very important to you. Thank you, Jim. Oh, this is just being true. I'm like, so what is now, since he has that kind of creative, what has been some of the obstacles, a complete 
album or even well i mean you know like right now i've got some really good partners um fresh entertainment some guys actually that um i grew up with that uh kind of raised me as a young kid when i used to take me to my baseball games along with my uncles and stuff and these guys had done a lot of concerts and gospel projects and we had we've been talking about it for maybe four, five, six, seven years, going back and forth. But again, them being almost like family, not wanting to enter into business because then it gets a little different. Right. And you know, again, it always with this thing becomes the known and unknown. You know, music is about you know the autonomy to make the music. So you know, people want to invest in stuff like that. But they don't want to, They don't understand the magnitude most of the time of what it takes to make this happen. And then you know, in between, even like too late, I had some good, I had some really good partners in the beginning. And then, you know, once people get involved from the A and R level and producers, and then you have A and R people trying to, you know, take the money and just all the music stuff. So again, as an indie, it's really about now at this juncture, just having the autonomy to do the, do it on my own. And um and, and also just having somebody partner that with me who really can consiglia or or help me navigate through a lot of the rough waters politically and administratively in this business and that's really what I've been up to lately, just f- trying to find the right fit. And I've been talking to actually a gentleman, Pete Farmer, that I'm excited about, um, who actually used to manage Elder Barge, has a hit record right now with Macy Gray. And Macy's one of those artists that I'm talking about where she's so uniquely her that it's cool that she don't have to be anybody else. She doesn't fit in a lane. And it's funny that, you know, people throw out Kristen Newjack, but there's a million Newjack tours that go out with Keith Sweat and Teddy Riley, and I'm never on those tours. Yeah, but I find that very weird. That's weird. You know, and then I have fans write in and say, well, you know, I don't understand about, you know, some of the vocal challenges that are going on, which, we you know, the generation and stuff. And I'm like, no, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of great live performances and performers still out there. It's just unfortunate that this business seems to cater to pushing what's not as organic because maybe it's cheaper or more cost-effective or, you know, and then when those things actually implode or get a catalog, now you have a unfortunately semi-talented person with a lot of hit records. And that's what unfortunately is being regurgitated to now even the adults who want to hear the live music. Because again, I grew up watching and got a chance to be blessed to sit on the side of the stage with the greats. I opened for Frankie Beverly. You don't need, you don't have to go to school. You don't have to learn no music. You just sit and watch Maze and Frankie Beverly for four months. You're going to get a music ecology, you know what I mean? So I got a chance to open for Frankie and Stephanie Mills and, you know, obviously witness Marvin and Teddy and Luther. So, you know, the things and a lot of great gospel music, too, because growing up in the church. But it's just that now you're seeing these things and everything is like people want to hear, like, real great live music again. You know, unfortunately, in all of our generations and genres of music, there are some artists who get to a certain level and they unfortunately haven't taken care of themselves or their voices or something or something physical happens and the live thing becomes a struggle, unfortunately. Right. I've, I've seen that happen I, that's, what I, 
Yeah, and I think that's what is going on a lot. But I think, you know, at the same token, as I said, there are a lot of great artists. Like, even when people get on the radio and they say, well, you know, don't you feel that the young artists are today watered down? No, there's a lot of great young artists. It's just the it's just the vibration of music, the frequency that the music is on now. It's just like when we were coming up, the generation before us didn't understand the hip hop frequency. They did not understand that expression as much and it wasn't as apropos to that older generation. And that's the same thing that we're kinda of going through. But if you can't hear the Jasmine Sullivan and her and some of these, and obviously Chris Brown, and some of these people are super duper talented. Then you know it, it, it's always like you have to go through, and it's not always the biggest. Most of the most famous artists, unfortunately, are not perceivably as talented live. I would say, and that's and people will be like, I don't understand that. That's that's his opinion. No, that's that's fact. <laughs> I mean, that's fact. I mean, you've said it before. The last time you were on the show, we talked about that. I've said I've always felt that a lot of what's taking place in today's music is very generic. It's very generic. Um, it's nothing that I can really sick my teeth into and say, wow, this has a lot of substance. This has a lot of content behind it. Take it further, like Frankie Beverly and May. They can go four years without releasing any new project but they'll go out and sell arenas, sell them out. As yeah. soon as they, as soon as you hear anything remotely Frankie Bay Mays into your city, the whole they're sold out. And well, I said, you said it right there, Teddy. We yeah. discussed it. It was geared towards being able to pigeonhole the artist by saying, right. "Okay, what have you done lately?" But once you put it in the hands of, I wear my hat as a live gigging audience, like a rock and roll act, like a, unfortunately most of the white acts, a rock and roll act, or even a, 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 a brown rock and roll act, like Hootie and the Blowfish. What you do when you prove yourself live and you get that kind of support where people know, I can only see them live. Like even India Irie has a new hit record that I love. You know, and there's an artist with all of this talent, beautiful fine as out, all get out, all this talent, but she's never been propelled. Yeah. It's like we cry Wakanda, but we don't think Wakanda's beautiful enough to be popular. The most popular, most, the, the greatest voice as far as covering American songs besides the, the greats like Ella Fitzgerald, my aunt, or Billie Holiday is the queen, Aretha Franklin. There's a, there's a, there's a gifted, touched voice that has sang a plethora of music and sounds good on all of it and has had hit records in all of it. So there was a person who was like from an era where her live ability gave her the ability to not be just stuck or pigeonholed. Do you think the lack of music videos, the way they used to be, would be so advantageous to sit up here to do a video and you would get so much promotion and also lead to a lot of airplay. Do you believe because of the lack of that where that really doesn't exist like it did 15, 20 years ago? Do you think that's hurt a lot of artists? I don't, I don't, you know, I think the video thing is in a different way because now people are making videos because it's really much more cost effective to make a really cool video now. And the difference is, is that you've got to figure out how to get them to watch it on the phone because that's where mostly people are watching videos, especially people who are in the, in the market of 
buying music, whether they're an adult or a young adult, and most young adults for adult music, they might even like adult music, but they're probably not going to download it or really follow it, you know. And that's why for adult music it's so important for it to be honored and proven like this is a live commodity. And and, and, and again, there are the artists, like, you know, we still have Brian McKnight, we still have Joe. We still got Music Soul Child. There's a lot of authentic brothers who still get busy live and really do it. I mean, R. Kelly is an amazing live artist who also, you know, can cross different junctures as far as he's respected as a hip-hop artist and as a songwriter and a great producer. And, you know, one of the people, like I said, instrumental, Kells has a lot of vision. I mean, I got to give him his credit, like what he did with Uncle Charlie, just to like write a song to say this dude's voice is so great. I'm gonna write a song and I'm gonna stamp it. Hey girl, my name is Charlie, last name Wilson. He branded him in the song. He's like, listen, this is R. Kelly saying you need to listen to this voice. You done heard him on Snoop. You heard him in parties at the Gap with on the Gap Band. But I'm gonna let you know exactly who he is today. Well, he did the you know, same exact thing. He did the same exact thing. He Ronald Isley had a huge resurgence. Had that yeah. that that moniker is Mr. Big, and so yeah, so that's him just yeah. giving him his props yeah. for his vision, and that there is a lot of amazing brown artists still existing and um living on the backs of Gladys Knight and Aretha Franklin and 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 Patty and and even the people before them, Billy Eckstein and my aunt Ella Fitzgerald, Billy Holiday, Satchmo and Sammy Davis Jr. But these people made a door for it to be authentic. It is still there, but what it is is that the frequency of what it stands for is different. We've made it like about, and it's always been about sex, drugs, and rock and roll, but now that's all it's about damn near. Yeah. So even There's like no I was balance. listening to the radio yesterday, and I was like, wow, because, you know, I come, you know, from the theater world as well, and I'm looking at Snoop and other artists transitioning with my with my, one of the younger brothers that I really admire, Jacarius Johnson, who puts on a lot of urban theater plays, and he's really trying to take it to another level, the way the originals like August Wilson did. And we're we we as a, we're not honoring that. We're expecting other people to honor our stuff, and I don't think we honor that. So we water it down and be like, all right, if it ain't shining enough, if it ain't got the right car connected to it, or the or the big enough. You know, listen, everyone loves beautiful women. Without question. And no one minds seeing them in bathing suits and sexy attire, but at the same time, is it the fitting of the lyric? And if the lyric is always about, yo, I'm a, you know, I'm going to wipe you and, you know, I got bread and I got a bunch of, I got a bunch of chicks and, yo, I'm, I'm the man and just, just, it ain't about a song. <laughs> It's like all this self well, look at me. I'm the big I'm the most popular artist. Right. <laughs> and the funny thing is not really coming from somebody plugging in an instrument, blowing a horn, singing a note, writing a song, but I guess people would say, Yo, you sound old because those are songs. Okay. If y'all say so, then that's that's the new genre and I get it. But it doesn't mean that because that frequency exists that this other one can't, this live organism. And it does it. That's well, it, it does. We just have to keep communicating about it and understanding what is the difference, not in judgment 
or insane. We want to see, you know, what what doesn't, you know, measure up to that. You know, it's just like there's there's genre people who just listen to jazz, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's what's beautiful about music. Whatever you like, you listen to. But there definitely is an adult soul genre of music where people want to go see great live performances. And that needs to be understood and expressed because, again, if they can hail Aretha Franklin as she should be, we all live and aspire as artists to, to just have a morsel of what we, what we tasted that got us interested in this is people like the greatness of people like Aretha Franklin and Michael Jackson and Stevie Wonder. And that's why to this day, at Stevie's age, when he says, I want to go do a show, he can sell out an arena with no hit record. Yeah. Without no, no current hit record, just like Mick Jagger does, yeah. just like Alice Smith does. No current product out, and they'll go out and buy yeah. arena in a, in a and these, are the, these are the visionaries that are, I think, one of the problems, going back to what you said, is that there's not a lot of Barry Gordys who created Smokey Robinson and artists that people would aspire to, to be like, man, your music and your live performances walk me down generations of my life, of my family. Like, I can mark almost family occurrences by records and artists and albums and songs. Incredible. Incre- you know, um, I, it's funny, about a couple of months ago, I had a conversation with a colleague of mine, and, I, and, and you came, and I said, you know what? I said, Christopher's a hell of an actor. And at one particular point in time, the last time you were on the show, I said, you know what? I felt sure. I said, you know what? Maybe he's just going to put me on the back burner and just focus on acting because you have all these different outlets from the big screen to the small screen where you have opportunities to get out there and really show what you do. You're an incredible, you're an incredible actor. You get to be put in the right situation. You act your ass off, man. And I want to find that anything you can Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Has anyone approached you recently as far like making people Yeah, I've actually, I'm actually taking there as we speak. I'm actually relocated. I'm in the San Fernando Valley right now in California. I've moved um, oh, everything. I'm yeah. in California. So, like I said, I'm. <laughs> I'm working out with this guy, Pete Farmer, right now, who, uh, like I said, used to manage all the bars, and he manages Macy Gray currently, and hopefully things are going to move in the direction, but that's what we're getting ready for, pilot season's coming up, and, uh, you know, hopefully I can just get out there and prove myself, you know, back in the the professional ranks, you know what I mean? And I don't even mean that the plays aren't, because I'll be coming around doing the plays and stuff like that, but I think the honest thing that people are clamoring for and is like, when is Christopher Williams going to have or connect to an entity that keeps his expression of entertainment musically and theatrically, whether on TV, stage, or movies, more consistent and concurrent? And, and I appreciate and I'm humbled that not only you, but people, listen, I get this everywhere I go around the country, even with all the negative things that they say about me, you know, God be the glory, like, you know, he, like you said, he just keeps increasing my talent and my love for it. And I know that in the end, this platform will be not only for the education of music, but just it'll, be, it'll just be something that people can look back and be like, man, it's, it's like a blessing because it didn't just happen overnight. It was like endurance. It's almost like 
last to be first, first, you know, first to be last, last to be first. Right. Right. You know, and you know what? I know people are going to laugh. It's okay, but I'm comfortable with it. I'll admit there are times when I do have free time with once every blue moon, I will sit back and just veg on looking at the Hallmark Channel. And I'm saying to myself, I said, you have all these wonderful, positive, loving shows. Man, I'm saying, I'm looking at all the other artists out there that who can act incredible on these different types of shows on the Hallmark Channel. Could you ever see yourself doing something that if it Oh yeah, I'd love to do something like that. I mean, you know, when you when you love acting or, or singing, like you said, man, it's like what you do. It's like any forum to uh, you know express yourself and what you do is always not only a challenge but it's fun. And yeah, we love to. That's just a check. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, this is this this thing is always you know a blessing that you know. Twenty some odd years ago, I dreamed about being a, a professional singer and. I've lived my life doing it, you know, so through the ups and the downs, and I wouldn't change a thing, and I'm looking forward to the rest of it. Well, man, I'm looking forward to it, too. Like I said, you have way too much talent to be, you know, pigeonholed one particular thing, and you're versatile, you can act, you're incredible, and a lot of people don't realize that you're an incredible songwriter, but that's a lot of this far as things like, that. oh, just be true, I know my, I know my music, so... And also, you got to get a little bit more insight as far as who you're dealing with and understand the art. But they have so many, man, you have so many layers of a person, but they never no, really you know, to, to what to what's going on, man. And I'm saying because I, you know, my thing, we both 21. So at the end of the day, I want to see you succeed. Man, you got the talent. <laughs> you have you have the talent to be incredible. And for me, if I had my brothers, I'd rather see you doing something on TV. Or we're going to be in agreement. Hey, at the end of the day, we all want to get paid. You know, you're a brand, and you want to be treated as, be respected as an artist. Now, the new hit that i got to have, I've listened to the lyrics. Is any of this coming from a personal experience that you've incorporated in your journey in this particular Definitely. song? All right. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. You know, it's funny you said something the last time I said, man, well, the funny things I find interesting about us as far as men, we have a tendency to micro uh, emotions. And uh, even when we're at our lowest point and we're hurting, that, that sense that we're just too proud to talk to you. I'm going through some things right now, and I just need you to listen to me and just give me a shoulder to lean on. Who's been your major support when you've had your bumps in the road? Someone that you know that you can rely upon, and they've always been there and supportive of you. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm so lucky that you know it's my mom, dad, and my sister. So you know, and I have uh, you know I got I got four really cool children, but I don't, um, with them, different dichotomy as far as relationship. I don't put a lot on them. But as far as, like, to be honest, I think my dad, my mom, and my sister, and my brother-in-law, I literally, like, if I'm going through something and I can't, you know, really talk to my best friend or my, my 
you know, my 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 partner, or that goes estranged or anything like that. Thank God, is always like I said, my holies, my holies are always there. My mom, my sister Belinda, my brother Dion, my dad, and my dad, you know. He's the kind of guy, he's a military dude, and he's like, you know, straight up no chaser. He'll, you know, he'll he'll let you lean on that shoulder for two minutes, but then he's going to give you some, <laughs> some real hardcore reality. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear him coming. Like, he's like, he, you hear him in the background saying, okay, let me, is that him? Let me, get, let me, let me talk, let me talk. Get him He's literally like getting my mother off the phone because he knows my mother's just going to copy me first. Right. So so I'm fortunate that I still at this age and and juncture in my life, I still have both my parents. Um, Oh, You know, that's always cool. And and the fortunate thing, me and my sister are lucky because my dad was a smart businessman, hard worker, always instilled that in both of us. And, you know, they're fortunate. Like my dad has a farm down in Virginia. You know, at their age, they don't have any financial issues. They travel and, you know, hang out. They're, you know, part of, you know, obviously strong in the church still and stuff like that. So they have a really, really good quality life, and we're we're thankful and blessed that our parents are, you know, they're good. They're chilling. So, Man, that's you know, a beautiful thing. They're beautiful. good. So, so it's a beautiful thing. My mom just had her 80th birthday, and my mom got, my, I think they said my mom was twerking. I hope she wasn't, but she danced the whole night. And <laughs> even my niece, Brittany, was like, she was like, Grammy did not want to do that. Oh, you know, to, have to, to, have to be blessed to have a mom 80 years old and have that kind of energy, you know, at her age and looking good and stuff. So, uh, you know, that's who I lean on. And I try not to, but, you know, like you said, sometimes, man, there's men, man, we... We just can't defer. And sometimes it's hard for us to just say, listen, I've gotten to a place where I can't figure everything out, and I just got to have right. faith and let go, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, at that point, you just got to trust God and trust the process. Yeah, I mean, the onus of being a man is uh, it's very challenging. When they're telling you you're not supposed to show any weakness, um, you always stand up straight, head back, shoulders up, and you're going through some things mentally and emotionally, like, wow, I can't show any weakness, but, man, I just need somebody I can just talk to. I need somebody that's going to listen to me because I'm going through some things right now. It's, it's, it's challenging, man. It's, it's, really, it's really challenging, man. It's really challenging. But I have some wonderful news for all the, all the many that, well, you know what? We haven't had an opportunity to see Christopher Williams perform. You're going to get that opportunity. On November the 11th in California, the Teddy Bears Old Stomping Ground in Redondo Beach, California. This series sure. the next episode starring True Black, I'll be sure, Chalet, Chinese, Dave Hopter, ideally KGLA. Of course, my man, Christopher Williams. you tell us about that? I'm, you know, I might have to get on a camel. And come to California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, it's funny. We're all getting really excited about it. Um, obviously, we've all been involved in the Unsung series on TV One, which have won many awards and stuff. My episode won't air until, I believe, around Valentine's Day of next year, but it's going to be probably okay. it'll be really interesting. You know, I've had an interesting life and an amazing journey. Interesting. You know, a lot of a lot of drama and a lot of beautiful, a lot of ups, a lot of ups and downs, but a lot of great times, and uh, just great. Just you know, my eyes and hands and feet have touched some great things. So it's it's going to be an interesting show. But all of us got involved, and it's funny. Like they're adding 
other cities. So we're going to be coming to other cities. Um, okay. And I think they're going to interchange different people in different cities because I know Next was supposed to be involved and a couple of other people who have done our song. So it should be really good and it's going to be a great live experience. So, you know, I'm going to try to sing my face off if I can. There you go. You know, <laughs> I will enable that air in my body and do what I do. Man, I know it's going to be beautiful. Again, family. Be sure. Yeah, and I'm definitely going to sing. And I'm going to sing the new single, too, Proud to oh, So I want to hopefully everybody there will get a chance to experience it live. And, you know, hopefully they like it. And this is actually a single we released in Europe. But uh, okay. what happened, it just started coming back across the pond. So uh, we're going to see what it does in America. But it's performing really well in Europe. And I have a European tour set up at the top of the year. So that's what we really set out to do is kind of go backwards and uh, start telling a story backwards, kind of the way well, um, a lot of other artists have done. But, you know, just go over there. Because I hadn't been to Europe in a long time, since I think 2000. And they were really um, asking for something, and they were really showing they wanted to get behind it. And uh, like I said, and, and, and I've been recording the rest of the record with a really great young producer, Jay Trax, a kid from Gary, Indiana, uh, that same town as Michael Jackson. And uh, this kid is just amazing. Our, our chemistry is amazing. We've, we've written about five songs in about the last two weeks. And uh, one of the songs is particularly perfect tune. And I won't let you down. I just think it's going to be major. So, you know, like I said, this is a European single release when I'm trying to see how this ballad does. And then we're going to gear up and hopefully, like I said, between me and Pete Farmer, we're going to, we're going to put this record together and try to make it the most amazing Christopher Williams record. And just so you guys know, Pete was instrumental in, again, with, you know, the comeback of Elder Barge and, you know, a lot of the things that really, you know, went down for him that were like, wow, where'd he come from just out of the blue? And then, you know, him, he was looking amazing. And, you know, Al's talent is amazing still. And, you know, just unfortunately, it, you know, you know, just the reality, whatever, I don't, you know, whatever challenges were still there, I wasn't able to really reach what I felt was the peak. But, you know, we all still, you know, praying for Al. And he's still a gifted and amazing artist. And sometimes people just have to part ways. And that's really, yeah. you know, none of my business. But I love both parties and wish both parties well. Obviously, if I'm going to be working with Pete. But I really, really was impressed with the way that he was uh, so instrumental in re-orchestrating the way Elle came back with the single with Faith Evans and just had him on all the right red carpets, all the award shows, had him looking like Clark Gable. And I remember they were tearing tear sheets out, really just putting a lot of zeal and passion into who Elle was going to look like and who would they say he was, how would they correlate his history and debauch and, and, and bring that into the future and, you know, what would be the poignant times for different crowds of people to witness this man sing and play and the gifts that God gave him. And I think that that's when he really started winning, when people started saying, wow, looks, Al looks great, and damn, his talent is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's so gifted, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, I'm just hoping that we can do some of the same things, not only in music, but obviously, like you said, in a television and movie genre, and Pete certainly feels the same way. So, you know, prayers up. We're going to see what to do. Without question. And to show you how great my memory is, one of the things you told me about one of the key essential things that your mother always instilled in you as far as always having faith, no matter what's going on, what happens around you, always make you know, God's eventually, 
you know, where we need to be and what we easy life always a challenge. We all deal with our no matter what you've gone through, man, you still come blessed and you're still shining. You're gonna go to London, you're gonna kill them. You know they love our music. They're gonna you out of all your shows, you come back over here. That's what you that's what we do. That's okay. what we do. That's what we do. My girl well, Maya Angelou said we rise. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the queen of the pants said it pointedly. She said we rise. We ride. We ride. And you know, like we were talking about manhood, man. You know, life is tough, man. You always want to, you know, obviously as human beings, we always want every day to be sunny. Right. You know what I mean? And the sun's shining and everything to be beautiful. But, you know, the test of a man is not when things are going good. The test is when things are not going good. Yeah. And how you respond to it. You know, so it's like a fight. It's like in life, you know, you never understood what a great fighter was until you were tested to fight. You know, if you're just beating everybody up all the time, you know. There's no real test. And so yeah. Mike Tyson met, you know, somebody who's willing to hit him back. You know, that's a great, you know, scenario right there. He said every man has to plan until they get hit. Lord have mercy. Exactly. <laughs> have a plan. Well, speaking of hit, let's get into it. The latest hit single, the talented Christopher Williams. Yes, Lord. Mm. With Proud Too Long. Here in the zone of L.O.T.L.
Place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.